Welcome back to the Literary Lounge. I'm Emily. And I'm Paige. And today we are talking about Things We Hide from the Light by Lucy Score. It's the second book in the Knock em Out series. Um, these books are focused on Nash and Lena. Um, before we get into it, so our drink of the day is the Chiclet Soda. <laughs> um, I guess my thought behind it was, I feel like vodka sodas are like a very girly drink or it's like it's kind of it has like a reputation from being like like a drink that girls like always order like all the vodka yeah. soda because they're light um but i did a little bit of muddled strawberry in it just to like give it more flavor uh, but it's pretty good and i i feel like it'll be like a good one for the summer yeah yeah, yeah it sounds good I so that's why i'm drinking one. not you uh <laughs> just me drinking alone Actually, I just realized i don't have anything <laughs> okay I was thinking Oops. about this when we were making it. I was like, we could have made you a mocktail version just with club soda and strawberries. Eh. <laughs> oh, well. That's okay. We're, we're going to come up with some mocktails, I think. Yeah. Just because, like, even whether you're pregnant or not, maybe you drink, maybe you don't. Like, I would even like mocktails. There's just sometimes where you're like, I got to go to work the next day or whatever. Like, I don't want to be hungover. Or I don't want to have a headache. Like, it's nice to have, like, that option. Yeah. To not drink alcohol and not feel like you're left out of the fun, I guess. Yeah, Like, exactly. have something fun to sip on. Mm-hmm. Also, too, like, do you feel like people sometimes, like, give you a hard time if you're not drinking? Yeah. Like, I feel like it's getting better now, mm-hmm. but, like, yeah, a lot of people are like that. Yeah, it's like if you decide you're, like, not going to drink at happy hour, people are like, why are you not drinking? It's like... The peer pressure. Do I need to have a reason? Like... Yeah. Yeah, so... I feel like mocktails are kind of like a good way to like avoid that conversation. Definitely. I agree with that. At least you're drinking something. Yeah. Even though it shouldn't be a big deal in the first place. But no, it shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, great drink. Um, instead of question of the week, have you seen those pictures from the It Ends With Us yes. um, filming? Yeah. Okay. I figured we could talk about that like because that's just putting the internet through a frenzy right now oh yeah (laughs) um if you haven't seen the pictures that were released of like Blake Lively and the cast of It Ends With Us they started filming in New York recently and they're pretty shocking yeah they're they're in New Jersey I thought oh because I know they shot in like Hoboken oh okay yeah they're probably in both okay yeah yeah like I was shocked because I never pictured Lily to look so frumpy yeah like they really did Blake Lively dirty in these photos like Mm -hmm. she's such a beautiful woman like why are they dressing her in these like old woman like second down like hand-me-down clothing yeah that and I feel like they could have made her look more of like a natural ginger and not like a box dye yeah ginger like yeah her hair ain't looking good right now I know like people are outraged it might be a wig. Is it? I'm not I thought sure. It, I just assumed it was her own hair. Yeah. I feel like it's a wig because she was just seen at the ta- one of the Taylor Swift concerts and she had blonde hair. Oh, maybe she didn't want to color it. Yeah. Well, damn. Yeah, they could have got her a better wig or something. I also read that, like, they're trying to make it take place, like, back in the day, like, around, like, I don't know how old Colleen Hoover is, but, like, I think from what I've read that they're trying to make it like around when she grew up because it's like what she went through with her mom Mm -hmm. and so like that's why they're dressing her so different like is that how Colleen Hoover dressed like in the 90s um 
I don't know. I think it's supposed to take place like in the seventies or eighties or something like that, or maybe the nineties. Yeah, I, I think she's older than us. Colleen Hoover. Yeah. Yeah. So probably the eighties. Mm. Okay. Yeah, it's so it's sad. Still not, it's still not how I pictured Lily at all. Yeah, like I don't ever remember her dressing like that. Like I mm-hmm. always pictured like a cute little ginger. Yeah, and like even and- if they wanted her to be like natural. Couldn't she just have been wearing something more simple, like some natural tones, like a cute little like skirt and a blouse? Like, yeah, she doesn't have to be trendy. Like, I never pictured her like super trendy in stilettos or anything. But like, I don't remember the combat boots in the book. No, or like wear. the Carhartt t-shirt tied at the front with like a hairband like yeah. we used to wear in like fifth grade. Yeah. I don't. I just and I feel bad even like talking about it because like, can you imagine like Blake Lively like reading all these articles like people like freaking out but it's not her fault it's like what they're doing it to her They're like, design they need a yeah. new design team yeah yeah something i'm right. so nervous i'm so nervous movie. that this book or this movie is gonna be like a train wreck yeah it had so much potential but like right now it's like not looking good i'm hoping that like it ends up being great but yeah maybe that outfits will look a little different on camera i don't with know with all the editing it's not good yeah she's such a beautiful person and human mm-hmm. being like they could have done a lot with her i know and like people keep like complaining too that blake lively is playing lily and like i showed you this tiktok earlier but there's this tiktok that i saw about like it said like how blake lively is portrayed in the movie versus how we thought she would be portrayed in the movie mm-hmm. and like the how we thought she'd be portrayed was like literally exactly like how i pictured lily like they could have done way better with it yeah like just she dress her up a outfits. little bit her hair like, was like kind of like a natural ginger not like yeah a- i mean because they make her out to be like a desired woman mm-hmm. like she's somebody that like attracts men <laughs> <laughs> she's not attractive at all in the photos i don't think it's yeah i don't know there's just like they're so like heavy like the clothing like nothing yeah. is flattering like nothing matches it's just it's a mess mm-hmm. i don't know it's unfortunate. I yeah. guess all we can do is wait and see. Yeah. But anyway, I felt like we had to talk about that because that's just like everywhere I turn on Instagram, it's like people freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I'm still excited to see it. I mean, I'm glad it's moving along because I feel like there's so many books that are like, oh, it's going to be a movie. And then like we don't hear anything. Like, Actar. We don't hear anything for like years, so take a drink. <laughs> I know. Yeah, here we it's go. It's gotta be an ongoing thing. Yeah. All right. Well, should we dive into it? Mm-hmm. All right. So things we hide from the light. So this book starts out with Lena, which. We know her from the first book. If you read the first one, she moves in next door to Nash. Um, they both have like this immediate like spark mm-hmm. attraction to each other. And then we're kind of just going to like jump quickly through like the plot. Because yeah. we have a lot of thoughts about this book that we want to get to. Yeah, there's a lot like especially in the beginning. I feel like this book drags a little bit. Like, yes, it's it it's like the slow. author's trying to get us like back into the world of knock em out like okay we see like waylay and naomi and Knox again like what are they up to like what's everybody doing like 
they all just kind of like hang out in the beginning yeah well, like all while like reminding us what happened in the first book which drove me nuts i get why she did it because like there was such a there was like a time frame between like when this book was released and the first one but like i was so annoyed because we just read the first book mm-hmm. and she was constantly like bringing up events that happened in the first book that didn't need to be brought up i didn't think i agree i noticed that too where i was like okay like moving on and it wasn't brought up enough to the point where like if you hadn't read the first one that you could start the second one so it was just like unnecessary like I think you said this before we recorded you're like maybe she was trying to remind people like that when the first one was released and then maybe there's like a year in between and then people getting back into it it was like a way to like remind everybody but it's like there's so many authors that don't do that I don't think we needed it here this book is so long like yeah. honest to god she could have cut in half like and too like this the first book was so popular like people are gonna read the second you don't need mm-hmm. to remind them if anything they're just gonna reread the first yeah or like for example with like Akatar, mm-hmm. you you read like i like how she didn't like do that really she didn't like rem- like go over past events in the previous book but like you start to remember those events anyway while you're reading more about the characters and like oh yeah that happens and mm-hmm. like it just was unnecessary I feel like yeah some people may like that I don't (laughs) yeah I don't need to read it again yeah it was just the beginning was really tough to like push through like Mm -hmm. I was trying to like cram read this one the past few days like knowing we had to record and it was so tough like to get myself to pick it up like I I would have like DNF'd this book had we not like had to record about it I would have too I like put it down at page 20 because I was just so annoyed also did you know did did you notice that like the first like two or three pages already mentioned coffee because <laughs> um, I definitely know it wasn't that. as obvious as the first one no but like just with how much coffee talk was in the first one I like immediately noticed it like, yeah like so and so showed up with a bucket of coffee and I yeah I saw it was like on the second or third page and I'm like oh fucking great here we go again <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, these people really like coffee, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, relatable, but you don't see me talking about it every five seconds. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's just the slow, slow beginning. Um, They kind of bond over the dog, Piper. Yeah, they find the dog in the pipe. Yeah. And so Nash, like, takes the dog in, and that's kind of, like, what is bringing, I mean, aside from being neighbors, that's kind of, like, what's bringing them together is, like, this dog that they rescued. Yeah, and Nash also at this time is having, like, a lot of, like, PTSD from being shot Mm -hmm. in the first book. He's, like, really going through it. He's having, like, panic attacks and, like, it's kind of just, like, in this, like, deep, depressed state. Like, yeah, just kind of living, like, day to day, not really, like, living at all, just kind of going through the motions. Yeah, he kept saying how he was, like, numb and then, like, spending time with Lena was bringing him back to life slowly like he was starting to feel emotions for the first time in like a while mm-hmm. um so the panic attacks was why they were doing the sleepovers right uh yeah where she would like stay at his place mm-hmm. with him just to like be a comforting presence yeah like later in the book yeah it started pretty early not yeah but not like right in the beginning not where we're at right now but yeah i mean a little bit later yeah i mean it was pretty early on, like, and I think the first one was an accident, wasn't it? Or no. No. He asked her to stay. Yeah. It was, like, after his first panic attack, I mm-hmm. thought. Yeah. But, yeah. And that was, like, kind of weird, too. 
how like and I get it like why she stayed there but how they like woke up like spooning and they were literally like almost having sex like asleep that was a little cringy I know I was like oh how does that happen (laughs) yeah I I don't know I think it was supposed to be like hot it wasn't it wasn't yeah no it was gross actually So what were your, like, initial thoughts on the main characters, so Nash and Lena? So I, it's funny because, like, how I started off this book and how I felt about it was, like, the opposite of the other one. Like, the other one, I hated the characters, but, like, I I think I explained it as, like, a car accident or a train wreck or something. I was, like, it was so bad, but I, like, couldn't look away. Like, I was interested in that book because it just, everything was so cringy that I was, mm-hmm. like, okay, what cringy thing is going to happen next? Where, like, it was yeah. the opposite for me here where I was, like, I really like these characters like you listen to our last episode the first one you know that like I was like team Nash like I just love him I think he's like a great he seems like a really great guy like respectful sexy like has a good job like he's all these things and then Lena like she kind of bothered me in the first book with like just kissing knocks out of the blue like that's just not really like a common way you greet a friend in my opinion yeah um so at first I was like, oh, that's interesting. But like now in this book, like I really like her. Like she's kind of like a badass, but like not in like an obnoxious way. Mm-hmm. Because she's just like kind of subtle about it, kind of mysterious with like her job. Yeah. Um. So I was liking them, but I was bored. Yeah. Nash, I know you brought up like how in the last, um, in the first book episode, like how some authors or was it in the romance one I don't remember but how some authors can do cocky like in a good way and in a bad way yeah like they did Nash in a good way I think yeah like I wanted to ask you so like how you just said like you thought Nash was like he's like this very gentleman Mm -hmm. type guy like I also agree with that but did you think any different like getting his like point of view now because like some of the stuff he said I'm like dang like I didn't think you would say that like oh just like (laughs) being like, boner he, he obsessed so, like Knox. yeah and, well he like dirty talked a lot and like just like some of his like inner monologue was like just different than how like he like came across in the first yeah book. like he was hornier than he seemed like at surface yeah. level um I mean yeah I did pick up on that and I was like that's kind of like how Knox's like brain was working like I don't know if that's supposed to be like typical guy like always thinking about his man parts like I don't know but like um it didn't bother me as much because I like him as a character mm-hmm. so like overall like I had a good opinion of him with yeah. Knox when he was like that I was like oh he's an asshole and all he wants to do is like have sex with her like yeah he was just overall like super annoying so I guess to me this time around didn't affect me as much mm-hmm. how do you feel about it um yeah I mean I agree I like Nash way more than I like Knox and I also think that Naomi is a better fit for Nash than Lena. I still like root for them, even though nothing's ever gonna happen. But like, I don't know. I just feel like they're better. Like they're more compatible, and like they still had like kind of that spark in the first book as well. Mm -hmm. Um, but I do like Lena. She obviously didn't give off like a good vibe in the first one, but yeah, like you said, she's like a very powerful woman. I'm all for like the strong female yeah characters. Um, and she doesn't take shit like mm-hmm. at all so like I yeah she like too. stands up for herself like she's a little bit more um edgy and like yeah like I think Naomi was a little bit of like a damsel in distress situation yeah. 
I mean, we'll get into it, but they both end up getting kidnapped in the end anyways. But, like, at least she was, like, a little bit more um, of a fighter, I guess I would say. I was telling you this earlier, but, like, one thing, like, I hated about this book, like, I could predict everything because I swear the author had the same exact plot as the first book for this book. Like, someone doesn't want to be in relationship, but the other person does, and then... Like, all the same stuff happens. Like, they are together, then they break up, and then someone gets kidnapped, and then there's the bad guys, <laughs> and then the guy comes in to save the girl. Like, it's, like, the same exact plot. Like Yeah. Yeah, I so, I It was totally so predictable agree. for me. Yeah. Agreed. Um, well, moving on. So, like we said, they kind of become, like, a safe place for one another she starts to open up about her like heart condition that she has Mm -hmm. so they both kind of I think the title like things we hide from the light is kind of alluding to like these two things things they're not willing to show other people but they show to each other yeah um that's basically like why they build this like strong connection between the two of them Mm -hmm. other than being like extremely attracted to one another um uh, but shortly after they start to kind of like hang out more and stuff they don't ever like kiss or hook up before their first fight but like it's very slow burn yeah it's a slow <laughs> burn um honest to god so i was like reading it on my kindle when they finally like had a sexual encounter which i'm jumping ahead but like the book my kindle said 67 percent of the way through oh my so it took two thirds of the way through the book to like get to anything real good We'll get there. I think this book was more spicy, too, than the last one. It was. Yeah. Yeah. The other one was, like, different. Well, sorry. No, go ahead. Him, like, jacking off in the shower happened before 67%. (laughs) (laughs) That was so weird. Yeah. She, like, heard it, and she's like, oh, that's kind of hot. Ew. That's not (laughs) hot. (laughs) Anyway. Sorry. What were you going to (laughs) say? Um. Well, they have their first, like, conflict, right? Where um he finds out more about her job where she's not just like working in insurance like she's actually like an investigator that like tracks things down and she's like tracking down this car that the villain from the previous book duncan hugo stole Mm -hmm. and he's tracking him down because he thinks he's the one that shot him and he you know kidnapped waylay naomi he's a criminal on the run so they're both looking for the same guy and so Nash thinks that Lena was just using him to, like, get information, basically. So stupid. Because she didn't ask, like, for information at all. Yeah. I think, like, again, this is, like, the same thing, like, with Knox in the first book. Like, they both just, like, have these stupid excuses of why they're mad at the other person. Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't know. I mean, they're brothers, I guess. They share DNA. But, like. Yeah. I predict he was definitely like jumping to conclusions. I wouldn't say for me personally that it felt super in left field though. Like it was kind of a an a thing I could get behind, but it was very childish. At first. Yeah. But the fact that he kept dragging it on and on and on, even after people told him like that that's not the case, like yeah. that's when it was like, come on, dude. Yeah. Like, he was like just being overly stubborn. Yeah. Um I feel like at first before hearing her out, like that it was you could get behind it but like just how stubborn he was about it was annoying yeah yeah he was just like being childish about the whole thing Mm -hmm. like when they were um like all at the soccer game and they're all just like fighting yeah (laughs) yeah that was like over the top all these people are like yelling at each other Mm -hmm. 
So anyway. Yeah. And then Nash's friends also like are so against him dating Lena, even though like obviously like I get that because she like doesn't do relationships. Yeah. And like he's in such a dark place. Like they just don't want to see him like get into a darker place. But like at the same time, like she's been been such like a positive light in his life. Mm -hmm. And it's like at least get him out of that dark place and like if anything did happen between him and lena like be there for him like right. don't let him fall back into it you know yeah i felt like Knox's. so i didn't think he needed to be mad he honestly it would have made more sense for him to be mad that they were dating because he used to date her. exactly but, but like, that wasn't the case right he did have a point though where he was like she's on the go whereas like nash wants to settle down so it's like he made a valid point in that sense, but he didn't need to get mad over it. It's like, it's more something you just like warn your friend or your sibling about. You're like, hey, like she's, she's on the go. Like she's not sticking around. Like don't, you know, just be aware. Like this could be coming. She could leave. Like you don't need to get mm-hmm. mad about it. Yeah, exactly. And Lucian's like overreacting too. Yeah. Or Lucian, whatever his name is. <laughs> um... So, like we said, they're both, like, trying to track down Duncan. Um, they have no idea where he's at. They're all kind of helping, like, Knox, Lucian. Um, and Lena's, like, super concerned about this car. Mm-hmm. And um, Nash still, like, isn't getting his memory back. Yeah. So, like, they have, they go through, like, these different, like, tactics to try to, like, find him. But, mm-hmm. um... There's, like, this drunk cop called Tate Dilton who's been kind of, like, an issue the, for, like, a lot yeah, of the Yeah, he's, book. like, harassing people in town, yeah. and so he gets, like, stripped of his badge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Lena's kind of, like, just been pushing his buttons a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, he was, like, harassing those waitresses at Honky Talk. Okay, wait, can we talk about Shark Week for a second? Yeah. What do you think about that? We didn't talk about that in the first book, how, like... Knox was getting all his waitresses like uh period treats I think it's sweet that he like <laughs> did that that's very like sweet that he does that but like I don't think it needs to be advertised to the entire town that everyone's yeah, like, on like their period. shark week like and they it's were kind of funny but like <laughs> it's like funny but like the fact that he's like I don't know getting them stuff it's kind of weird like you'd think an- any guy would like be like oh god like you well, know, that's why I think it's sweet that he gets some stuff. Like, he just gets some, like, brownies and stuff. And, they, like, might all and, like... They were being so dramatic when they were I know. waitressing yes. in this book where they're all, like, trying to, like, take people's orders and then, like, clutching their abdomens. They're like, oh, God, like, a cramp. It's just like, okay, yeah, like, when you're on your period, you get cramps, but you're not just, like... Yeah, you're not, like... <laughs> complaining about it in the public yeah it's not like a constant (laughs) thing it was just too much like Mm -hmm. i don't know um but anyway back to to, back to tate dilton i feel like we had to talk about that it's funny i mean the shark the shark week thing is pretty funny especially when was it cereal no who said no it was nolan who was like shark week i thought was in the summer and then she's like not that kind of shark week yeah (laughs) that is funny actually i'll give him that um yeah so tate delton was harassing like some of the waitresses during shark week and like lena stepped in and like kind of told him off um Mm -hmm. but so like when um they're at that halloween festival like tate i guess kind of goes after lena in a way because he's like pissed about like the restaurant situation yeah and then nash like steps in 
and like basically lets him like take the fir- first punch because like as a police officer he can't just like assault somebody like mm-hmm. without reason so it was kind of like self-defense by that point if he got hit first yeah so he like fights this guy and it just causes like this whole situation like yeah and then he ends up getting arrested but then his wife like bails him out mm-hmm. so yeah which then that kind of leads to like their first like sexual encounter in the library <laughs> where they like kind of get back together and they like hook up in there and then was, after that, it's just, like, one after the other. Yeah, I was waiting for someone to come in. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. So she was, like, how loud they were being, like, banging the desk against the <laughs> Okay. Ew. No, like, you know what was cr- the cringy one, though, was the restaurant scene. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't even want to say it out loud. I don't either. Like, that was disgusting. <laughs> They were being so obvious. <laughs> I feel like you'd be able to see that under a table. Yeah. I mean, unless and then there's I was, like, like a tablecloth. <laughs> I know. And then I was like trying to figure out like, okay, like where are they? Are they sitting like, like is it a square table and they're like each on a side? Like is he across? Is she? Like, she couldn't be across <laughs> from him. She either has to be next to him. And then I'm like, but like with them describing the angle and like the way he's like doing it. Yeah. It was like they'd have to be like in a booth, like sitting on the same side of the booth or something. Oh my God. Like, I can't. And like it was like bad. the waiter like walked up and was like, do you guys want to That's so gross. God. That was I terrible. Can't. Yeah. Like this book was more spicy, but it wasn't a good <laughs> spice. I <laughs> Oh. oh my god i'm gonna think about that for a long time i think <laughs> Ew. okay yeah not good um anyway what else um yeah so they have that and then they kind of like decide that they're gonna <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna decide that they like are gonna like try this as a relationship but then like lena is like going back and forth on like if she actually wants to like label it and then they, she doesn't, but, like, she obviously loves him. He loves her. It's been, like, a week. <laughs> yeah. Um. But, yeah, so, like, they all kind of, like, team up now. After they're, like, official, she, like, moves in his apartment so Nolan can move out of the um hotel into Lena's apartment so he doesn't mm-hmm. have to, like, sleep with rats and roaches anymore. Mm-hmm. But they all, like, team up now to, like, try to lure... Duncan in and they're gonna use Nash as like uh the bait. Yeah, bait. Yeah. Um, what did you think of like that neighbor? The old lady? Yeah. Um she was like an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. She was like making always, drinks all the time. Yeah, and like she woke up at two in the morning with like a martini in her hand. I mean, I would not be opposed to having her as my neighbor. No. But like I don't know. I just feel like she was so random to like be yeah. thrown in there. She was random. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like when they were all like plotting in the apartment together, the all the friends and stuff. It's like, why is she here? Yeah, exactly. It just. I think it was just supposed to be like comedic relief or something, but like didn't land. You yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. Well, so then after that, when they're like planning how they're gonna take down Duncan Hugo. Um, Nash ends things with Lena. Like, so he had, like, a tough day at work where he saw, like, an accident that reminded him of his mom because she, like, passed away when he was a kid. 
And so it's like the same thing as the last book where like he gets triggered, like Knox got triggered by like his dad's past his, yeah. or his parents or whatever. And then he's just like, I can't do this anymore and like ends it with her and like hurts her. I just like that's it just drives me nuts how like so similar this book is to the first one. Like, come on, like mm-hmm. make a different story. Yeah. Yeah, they're brothers. They have the same like past experiences, but like make a different story. Doesn't yeah. need to there couldn't there didn't need to be a kidnapping again, like Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's this is like very short lived though. Like the last one, he like realizes that he actually cares about her and like Yeah men's things um and that's basically where we get to the kidnapping mm-hmm. yeah lena takes waylay and liza J to like a grocery store to get stuff for like a bachelorette party and she like sees this candy that um waylay picks out and it reminds her of or waylay said that that was the same candy that duncan hugo had when they kidnapped her and then she put two and two together because she saw Serial Isle Guy with that candy. And so she's like, Serial Isle Guy. She got like a gut feeling that he has, that he's like the henchman of the Duncan Hugo mm-hmm. guy. And of course, that guy's there and overhears that. Yeah. At while she's like leaving a voicemail to Nash telling her, telling him her like theory. And he kidnaps her and takes her to like that farm. Mm-hmm. and um duncan hugo there and dilton are there so dilton. we find out that they were like working together yeah yep which i had a like i you had a feeling thought, yeah i guess like, i didn't like i just thought he was like an asshole townie oh i just felt like yeah everything was so predictable already like why is he like such a big deal in the book and like where does serial aisle guy fit in mm-hmm. so that's why i was like yeah they have something to do with it yeah i kind of suspected serial aisle guy just because he is like so out of the blue like one or two moments in the book where he like helps her out and like he's got an ulterior motive yeah definitely um yeah so we're coming to the ending so she was kidnapped um we find out serial aisle guy's name is nikos and she finds Tate Dilton there. Tate Dilton is kind of like trying to be like the big tough guy. Like he tries to act like he's in charge, but he's not. And then Duncan Hugo comes. Nikos and Dilton like leave for the time being. And this whole time, like they have this like conversation about Duncan Hugo's gamer tag because he is like playing um, some game with people online when he stole Whaley in the first book. Mm hmm. And so he started playing that game again. He had like a headset on. So that meant he was like playing online, like chatting with people. Mm -hmm. And Lena, no one was like watching Lena. It was just her and him in the room. And he was like sitting on the couch, not facing her. So she like broke the zip ties and went to go like, I think like strangle him or something. And she Mm -hmm. like grabbed the headset and ran. And she like tried to make it look like she ran outside. And she like went, she like opened the door and then like went somewhere else. And she tried to, like, get a hold of the people that were on the game. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, these kids. And she was, like, you need to call 911. Like, I'm here at this farm. Like, and the kids, like, thought that she was, like, just joking around with them. And, of course. Um, but then Waylay hops onto the game because she, like, memorized the gamer tag. And she mm-hmm. saw that he was online. So she, like, hopped in on their chat. And Lena told Waylay everything. And so, like, 
waylay relayed that message however she did and duncan hugo is like chasing after lena now so she like ditches the headset and like goes into the barn stables and like hides in one of the stables and duncan hugo is like like knocking down the doors of the stables like trying to find her like i'm coming for you are you in this one nope and then she like describes like him like breaking down the stable doors is like gunshots like it sounds like gunshots because it was so loud and she like feels around and finds like this like pressure washer thing and the chapter ended with him like breaking down the um the stable door and then it described the sound as like gunshots so it just said gunshots so you kind of like think that like oh someone got shot Mm -hmm. But then the next chapter goes into like Nash and them sneaking through the woods, like trying to get to the barn and they hear commotion in there and Nash runs up and Duncan Hugo is on the ground with like a pitchfork in his leg and like is like kneed in the balls and like punched and everything. Mm -hmm. And then they kind of get into like a shootout fight um, between like him, Dilton, Dilton and um, Wiley. Nolan gets shot. He's there. Yeah. So, um, it all ends with what Willie or Wiley or whatever his name is shooting Dilton. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much how it ends. And then we get to the epilogue. It's kind of like a happily ever after. Yeah. The epilogue is just like the wedding, Knox and Naomi's wedding. And then there's a second epilogue, which is like a couple years later and it's Lena pregnant. And Naomi and Knox decide that they're going to stop infertility treatments and adopt instead. And then it also hints at Sloane and Lucian married. So that's what the third book is going to be about is like their story. Yeah. And like, I think it's safe to say that anybody would predict that like Sloane and Lucian are going to like end up together because that's just like how these books go. But it's like, why spoil it at the same time? Yeah. It's like. Honestly, I have a couple thoughts on the ending. Like, well, I actually would have liked to see the roles reversed with Nash and Lena. I would have liked Nash to get kidnapped, Lena to save the day. Yeah. I mean, she kind of like held her own there, but like, like, why do we always have to have like some girl get kidnapped and then like the guys have to come save them? Same thing as the first book. Yeah. So like, if you're going to do the same storyline, like switch it up a little bit, like. Damn. Or don't do the same storyline. Well, yeah, but it's like if that's all you write, like yeah, you know. But like how? Okay, that just like pisses me off. Like, no offense to Lucy's score, but that's kind of like cheap writing. Like, yeah, you have the woman get kidnapped exactly how she was in the first book, like mm-hmm. by the bad guys. Yeah, and then the guy comes to save the day. Like that's why do you have to have the same exact story. Yeah, it's and it's like a th- like that's how it ends too it's like kidnapped rescued happily ever after yes and it's like i don't think that we needed epilogues i mean i i think like you can just no. end it with like they're together like yeah. happy happily ever after like you don't need to tell us like who they have as kids yeah or whatever it's like we don't need to know that like i'm fine knowing that they're happy and they're like in love you know yeah or just sum it up like and they had kids and i don't know yeah it's like i don't know we don't need a chapter telling us like how they settled down yeah Yeah. um anyway so like what did you think of lena and ash's like relationship development through the book i 
liked it better than the first book. I did like the slow burn. It, at the same time, it kind of was a little detrimental to the story where, like, it was very slow in the beginning, like we talked about. Yeah. But, like, their relationship building through their traumatic experiences um, kind of, like, made me more invested in them. And neither of them were, like, irritating me either, like, the first books. So just, like, seeing them, like, fall for each other was kind of interesting to me. But the yeah. same, you know, aside from the fact that the story was boring. But um, I did like the slow burn for the most part. And I think they make sense. I think that most of the time their reasoning was fairly believable other than, like, you know, just him deciding, like, oh, I can't be with you because I had a triggering moment. Like, I don't know. It was, just, it was the same thing as the first book, right? Mm-hmm. So overall, I, I liked it. Um, aside from a few criticisms. What about you? Yeah, I liked these two characters more um, than the first book. But yeah, I mean, I think it was a little too slow. Like, I like a slow burn, but I think it was too slow. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like the whole beginning part, like, didn't even really need to, like, like it could have been summed up. Right. Like, you know, like, a, a lot of this book could have been, it could have been way shorter. It could have yeah. been half the size it was, honestly. There was a lot of unnecessary, like, commentary and, like, just... Like just hanging like, out in town yeah like i don't care about that Get yeah that stuff i did feel like the first book also um well we can talk about this after lena and nash's relationship um yeah like i said i think it was just it was too slow and i prefer nash with naomi still mm-hmm. i like lena yeah. i think she is a better fit for Knox or lucian yeah but I don't know. It's again like the whole like opposites attract thing. Yeah. At the same time, so, uh, I don't know. I mean, I do agree with you. Like, if I were to write this book again, would it be as interesting? I don't know. But like, I think Naomi True. and Nash make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I did think that like Lena and Nash do did have a lot in common. I mean, they both kind of had like something they were hiding from the light, but like also they're kind of both like investigative type careers where they're kind of like on the same wavelength in that sense that's true yeah i think they have more in common than Knox and Naomi. right yeah yep um what did you think about like the other characters in the book that were like i mean it's pretty much all the same people as the first one right like is there anybody you liked more anybody like that developed further you felt um not really i mean we still haven't gotten too much information on sloan and lucian Mm mm-hmm on like what happened there i feel like it's all the same um naomi and Knox are like in the same place position. yeah the same yeah. place that they were waylay is the same um steph i mean he finally made a move on that Jeremiah. one guy yeah mm-hmm. i don't know i don't think so what about you i guess i didn't catch anything yeah they're all the same i will say that they didn't bother me as much this time I th- I felt like Knox wasn't as shitty. I mean, the book wasn't about him, so we didn't get a lot of him. But when we did, he was just kind of like grumpy guy. Yeah. Um, I felt like some of them were funnier than they were last time. Like, you know, we were talking about in the first book how like there was all these like um, insults they were throwing at each other, like didn't land. Like it yeah. just like wasn't funny. I was a little bit more en- entertained by the characters this time around, like when the girls went out drinking and then they were all kind of drunk and like when um 
Lena was like trying to catch that one guy and the other two are just kind of like oh yeah being like, like how she threw dog shit at him and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that was really funny I was like okay that's kind of funny um I thought it was kind of funny when like Steph and Lena would go work out with like the old people yeah can we also just quickly jump back after you're done talking about this about the uh, car. that's the end yeah okay the, how they almost had sex on the car that that guy was in like wait remember the guy that they like tackled and then nash pulled her over with him in the car yeah yeah and then they like went and they were like oh yeah almost gonna get and it he on. was there yeah yeah disgusting These people don't have the like guys, any like, boundaries right there yeah yeah it's kind of like the same thing like that happened in the in the restaurant it would have been if they would have gone all the way but like yeah Ay, ay, ay. yeah yeah anyway sum that up i felt like the characters were funnier in my opinion mm-hmm. i yeah i kind of agree with that i guess but i mean i guess they didn't bother me too much in the first book either so i just they're kind of like the same to me yeah yeah you liked that one a little bit more than i did mm-hmm We've kind of like already talked about like the similarity similarities and like the differences between the fir- the first book and the second book. Is there anything else you like wanted to add to that? Um, let me think. So obviously similarities are it's literally the exact same storyline. Yep. Differences. I thought it was like I said. I guess I'm just summing up things we've already talked about. But like I thought it was funnier. I was more invested in the main characters. Um, it was a slow burn versus the first one was like they jumped each other's bones like in the very beginning which mm-hmm. not mad about it it just was different yeah um yeah i don't know what about you yeah obviously the similarities i've been ranting about this whole time <laughs> yeah <laughs> um differences yeah i mean the characters like you said earlier they're just they're not like as annoying as the characters were in the first one i'm glad there was not freaking coffee talk the whole time yeah i mean they always had coffee but at least it wasn't like yeah literally a character in the book mm-hmm. um i feel like yeah i don't there aren't that many differences actually to me i don't know like it was just so similar that like there just isn't that many differences for me but are you gonna read the third one i think i will I mean, these books are a lot bigger than they need to be. I sound like a broken broken record saying that because we've said that multiple times. So my thought is like, I will probably read it, but it won't be like a book that I'm going to binge because I haven't like really loved either of these books. So like, I feel like I'll read it just because I kind of want to like complete the series, but I don't know if I want to do an episode on it. Unless you guys really want us to do an episode on it, I guess. Please like, don't. I don't. I really don't want to do an episode. It's just on like it. a book. I feel like I would chip away at. Like I would read other books that I really want to read, and then this one I would just kind of pick up every once in a while and like get through. Like I know I'm not going to get through it quickly if given the choice. You know. I just like, like I want to read it just because I want to find out Lucian and Sloane's story because they keep like making it a big deal in the first two books, but like. If it is the same storyline, I am going to trash the fuck out of this author. Because, <laughs> like, like if it is literally, like, one wanted to be in a relationship, the other one didn't. And then if Sloane gets kidnapped at the end, I'm DNFing the book. And I am going to talk about it on the podcast why I DNFed it. Because, like, yeah, so if we do it. But like, I don't want to do it. If you could make predictions about the next book, like, 
kidnapping. We predicting that. Yes. Kidnapping. Um, I am a little bit intrigued about why they don't like each other. All we know is like that they were neighbors growing up and mm-hmm. that he was spotted like climbing out of her window one night. Yeah. I think too, like, because they're making such a big, like, so Duncan Hugo's in prison and they're making such a big deal about Anthony Hugo and like, yeah, he still has like, like, it's not, I don't know what you call it if it's like a gang or something, yeah. but like, they're not like wiped out. So like, and they still have like that list of people they want to kill and Nash is still on it. Like, I mean, they could have added people, but like, I just feel like he's going to like make an appearance in it unless it's like going straight back in time. Mm-hmm. So like, I guess I don't know if it's like the book's going to be placed like back in time of like what happened between Sloan and him or if it's going to be like a short little summary of what happened and then like how they obviously they get married yeah. and how they like got to that point. You know, I kind of hope that the book like jumps back and forth between past and present, like where we where like not only are we finding out how they get together in the end, but we're finding out why they are at this are so mad at each other, like just kind of finding out a little bit in both storylines, like as we go, Mm -hmm. that might make a 500, 600 page book a little bit more entertaining. Um, I (laughs) hope it's not that long. (laughs) Yeah. Please make this 200 pages. Um, I hope. Lucian gets kidnapped. Come on. Let's have a female Someone's hero. getting kidnapped. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope it's him. All the girls get kidnapped. If Sloane gets kidnapped, I'm going to freak out. I know. If anyone gets kidnapped, honestly, I'm going to freak out. Like, <laughs> it's... Yeah. Get a, I will not read another one of her books if that happens. Yeah. I'm at that point already. Sorry. I yeah. know she has like a lot, like a lot of people love these books and I just, I just, it's not hitting it for me. Yeah. What are your final thoughts? Like, what do you rate it? I am also going to give this one a two and a half. Like oh, I, I thought you gave it a three, the first one. I gave it a two and a half. Oh, okay. I'm going to give this one a two and a half. It wasn't quite as interesting to me because like it was just slow. Mm-hmm. but I liked the characters more so it's it's kind of like evening itself out with like the other one yeah opposite opinions about them but at the end of the day they're both like a two and a half to me yeah so that's what I'm gonna go with okay what about you two and a half yeah. I gave the first one a four so it's way lower for me okay just because honestly the main reason is because it's the same exact storyline yeah so yeah, I don't have I much more to say about it. I've already gave my two cents about it. But. Yep. I feel like we've really <laughs> exercised all of our thoughts on this one. Yeah. So. Sorry if you love it and you're mad at us for hating it. But yeah, I'm sorry, guys. We don't <laughs> judge you if you liked it. I wish I liked it. Yeah. I, I liked it. But I made this, one. this long book a lot more enjoyable. Yeah. Um, anyway, have you read anything else recently? Um, I am making my way through Wayward right now. Just kind of oh, yeah. like witchy vibes. Mm-hmm. Kind of wish I would have saved it for fall, actually. It was, I thought it was pretty decent. I yeah. finished that one recently because we both got a book of the month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm working my way through that. Um, that's pretty much it. What about you? So, if everybody listened to last week's episode, you know that Paige <laughs> forced me to read Haunting Adeline. So, I binged that in like two or three days couldn't put it down it was very good um 
I will get into it on next week's episode because we're actually incorporating a new thing we're doing called novella episodes. So they are spoiler-free reviews of books. Mm -hmm. One book specifically. So next week, we're going to be talking about Haunting Adeline. We'll be going through just like a summary of the plot. We'll talk about our thoughts on it. Maybe who we would recommend this book to, who we would not recommend this book to. There's a lot of stuff that happens in here that could be very triggering. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah. We'll talk about it next week, but yeah, that's what's I'm happening. I'm glad you loved it. <laughs> I didn't. It just feels so weird. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, you guys will have to listen to our episode. We're not going to spoil it, so um, give it a listen. See if we think you should read it or not, but yeah, it, I, I did like it. Yeah. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm literally grabbing the second one from you right yep. now. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Well, that's a wrap for this episode. Thank you for listening. And again, we're your host, Paige. And I'm Emily. And we hope you enjoyed today's discussion. Again, sorry if you liked it. <laughs> we hated it. Mm-hmm. Um, but tune in next week. Like Emily said, we're going to be doing our first novella episode on Haunting Adeline. Spoiler free. So join us next Wednesday. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.